Hi, Jeff. Hey, Laura. Are we still breaking some drink? I don't know how to do the intro. I forgot. Right, this is Break Drink, a uh, place to have a chat, a catch up, uh, talk about trends, issues, ideas, and more. Uh, we'll work on our intro. It's, we're a little squeaky. Uh, we need some of that WD 40 on our podcast, Jeff. If I remember correctly, it's a lot of talk of tacos and basketball, dogs, maybe politics. Yeah, we talk about an event random things, so we don't fit into category, which is good, because since we've been podcasting, there's categories have changed in education. They've got rid of higher true. ed. Uh, so we're going to be like how-to or uh, learning, continuing, continuing learning, self-directed learning. Who knows? Speaking of dogs. Yeah. Did I tell you I bit in the face by a dog? What? No. Yeah. Okay. Here, I have to show you this. All right. For a point of reference, Jeff is showing me his face. He does have a bite, but he does have a bald head. He's shaved it. So I'm questioning his health and wellness in general besides this dog bite. I have a summer cut. Okay. What the hair is, because it's going up this way and it's like going this way. Like, what's the point, really? Like so it's, it's receding is what he's trying to show you, listeners, because you can't. It's receding like in five different directions. There's like 3D printing for that now. For hair? Yeah, dude. I swear to God, I just read something um, not long ago, or I saw something in like some random side trend. I was like, this is ridiculous. But there's this, there's this old basketball coach at Purdue. His name was Gene Cady, mm-hmm. and his part was like right above his ear, mm-hmm. and then it would like it would like comb over and like whoosh around like this very. I don't know if gel was around there, but it was, it was like super gelled, like like hair. I had two of those in my high school. One and David like, Letterman would make fun of him saying, Purdue basketball, yeah. it'll comb you over. <laughs> I love it. All right. So we are going to be back in podcasting because we were mentioned in an honorable mention of the 2019 Dean's List of EdTech's 30 must read or, or listen, higher ed IT influencers. I don't even know how we made that list, Jeff. I don't know. So I was thinking like we used to have all these podcast and then we never made a list then but i guess it's because none of these other podcasts existed back then like yeah that's 10 years ago how happy 10 year anniversary to us yay it was 10 years ago so we started podcasting before in many different forms and platforms uh and i guess this podcast is to say we're back and we're going to talk about some random stuff it says in this description, I like it's they cover everything from professional development to technology integration with a fun, casual approach. Very casual. Yeah, we are very casual. I don't know if we do the other stuff though. I guess we do. I think we've talked about ethics. Like I was looking at our list, like we had um, Val talk about logarithms lately. So some, some of our guests have come on and we, and we welcome guests. Um, but we also welcome ideas that you want to talk about. Uh, Jeff, what do you want to talk about? This is where we brainstorm. So, so I found out we won this awards. I think Laura tweeted it at me, and eventually I uh, checked my my mentions uh, and saw this was on there. And I thought, oh well, we should we should do another uh, a show. And then uh, two months later, uh, here we are. It's uh, summer happens. It's it's uh, late in the evening, and 
yeah, so I don't know exactly where we left off from last time, but it was it was so long ago, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah, we only had two. So 2019, we had a Porsche on. We did Behind the Podcast, uh, which I'm actually editing an article to be submitted, uh, which is really good because it was around higher ed producer podcasters. And so since Apple Podcast has changed up the categories, um, education in K-12 and higher ed or ed tech genres don't exist anymore. So good. I'm going to write about those I collected um, from the Behind the Podcast. And then we had Val on to talk around elections, dogs, algorithms. So education is no longer a category in it Apple Podcasts? It is a category. It's no longer in the category, of a subcategory of education. No longer does K-12, higher ed, or ed tech exist anymore. Hmm. So, and I got this news from my BuzzFeed friends who do a nice weekly kind of how-to podcast and get started. It's like another platform where you could record and have a feed through, but they actually do really good how to get started, how to record from a distance or have better sound. So um, it's one that I passed on to the PodSafe Higher Ed uh, workshop that I led last year. So uh, yeah, so the where, Apple podcast would change. Workshop? I went to University of Houston and did a, a, a workshop with some of their faculty on uh, just generally, I did a keynote on storytelling, and then I did one on um, the workshop on like how to get started and thinking on podcasts. And I actually have an open source like kind of resource guide that anyone can use. So I've learned so much about how to podcast, Jeff. I've passed my knowledge on. I I um, so I've noticed a new thing in podcasts. If I may diverge for a little bit, yeah. So please, do you, are you still listening to a lot of podcasts? I am, but I listen to different ones and sometimes differently, but go on. So the, uh, we've talked about this before that there seems to be a hard, like people are still figuring out monetization of podcasts, right? Like oh it's, yeah. No, that's a thing. Sure. Yeah. So outside of selling uh, Squarespace or mattresses or razors or whatever else you sell and everything is like direct consumer, like, you get a box of stuff or a box of food or a box of whatever that, that like is, is running the entire podcast economy right now. So then I noticed on an NPR podcast I have, maybe let's say NPR politics podcast mm-hmm. that the lead in commercial or the, the, the advertisement is, is for HEB grocery stores. Oh, okay. And it's the NPR guy. Like it's the NPR. This show is brought to you by, and they say something about HEB, which is which is a, a grocery store in Texas, but not necessarily in the Dallas area. Corporate headquarters in San Antonio. Like it's such a big beloved thing in South Texas. Like there are no other grocery stores here. There's no Kroger's, no Safeways, no Albertsons. Well, I think you're getting regional ads because I don't get the same one for that podcast. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, like the, it's the HEB ad, uh, sorry, it's the NPR ad guy voice, right? He does the same. It's this very like charming, soothing voice that does all the, all the, the advertisements for, and they're not even, they don't call them ads. The brought to you buys for NPR. Yeah. Sponsors for NPR. And somehow it's region It's like, it's like localized to where they know where I am located. Yes, and so you would not get that advertisement because sure. you're in Dallas, 
And I would get the advertisement, but it's coming over iTunes. And so I'm curious how this regionalized advertisement works. Like, like who does this? How does, how do they pick up on this location? Yeah. Well, I think that's a little bit why they also cut down on the categories because they really wanted to group and fine tune. Um, some of the, the, the re configuring of Apple podcasts, Apple recognizes with all these other um, even platforms that are coming. Like I'm mad because note to self is in luminary and luminaries like the Netflix model where you have to pay seven ninety nine a month. I think Apple and their changing of categories, you'll get be glad to know they did cut out higher ed, ed tech, K-12 and training. Good news. We could fall under education, uh, self-improvement, how to eh, courses. You could be like a short course for people. Um, sure. So those are, so those are some of the categories. Um, um, I will say that they've to kind of go to the models like Spotify and Luminary and other hosting platforms uh, that are kind of locking down and walling content, they're actually going to start helping a few independent podcasts that are doing well based on probably their numbers, subscribers, whatnot. So maybe we can up our game, Jack Jackson. Um, I think they're going to try and think about sponsoring them and supporting them in different ways. So helping the indie podcaster, which I think is kind of cool and giving some funds. Um, there's a good Bloomberg article article on this. So it wouldn't be for us, but for those that are independently producing um, shows that are out there in the true podcast formats, not the behind paywalls, I think that's kind of interesting. I'll look into your other regional podcasts. Right, so, so we are going to um, step it up and have a soundboard this time. Yeah. What was that? So, uh, so make your check out to uh, break drink. Actually, don't do that. <laughs> we have a chicken. We have we have some other LLCs that can go under. Um, no, but we could think about like it's interesting. I've been thinking more about the landscape, and if I was or if I am, I th- I'm in development of a, a different project around podcasting. Um, I'm thinking about it differently than our talk, talk or interview kind of podcast, because I think it's fun to conceive ideas and new ways and new formats and telling a story or making like a true, like segmented storyboard that we see on a few of these shows. So you're not, you're not listening to any podcasts these days is what you're saying. I do. No, I am. And I do feel like the podcasts have gotten significantly better mm-hmm. as far as like production quality. And so I used to listen to podcasts, which were we had this conversation before on on an education podcast like what counts as education podcast if it's if it's a course like they're teaching a course in a physical space but they're recording it and adding it to itunes do we count that as a podcast right because like Mm -hmm. is it the intended purpose of the recording or is it how it's being like repurposed right and i don't know i don't remember our discussion about that but we had this like long conversation uh, around like like how are we going to classify what's a podcast or not just because it's on iTunes doesn't mean to speak a podcast. Right. In the same vein, I used to listen to different sermons from like around the country, like pastors like in Portland and Michigan and, and et cetera. And it was literally like they recorded the sermon and then they put it on online. Right. So we made it like this is an intentional and planned and created yeah. produced podcast. Yeah. Now the cool thing is, now I guess that still happens. I, I'm, I'm sure churches are still putting their like mine does. Mine does that. But also one thing my mine does is they they had a thing where like we're gonna have like a like a more specific, deeper conversation that we can't do like from a sermon, 
And so there's like, like, I don't want to use the word thought leaders. Are we still using that word? Is that still around? I'm trying not to. So people who are thoughtful and, and intellectuals. um, Yes. And they are open to discussion, right? So they're not just saying like, this is my opinion uh, or I could run with it. Let's not ask any questions. Right. So they're, they're doing, they're wrestling with a lot of large conversations specifically this could, uh, I don't want to say it's a good thing in this political climate, but there's a group of people that are now saying like, um, like we're not going along with this anymore. Like we're, we're not going to be co-opted by this political party and we're going to really ask hard questions about it. And we're going to push back about this. And there's a lot of really, like they, it's evolved. It went from like a church would put a sermon online to now they're having these really discussions, really in-depth, thoughtful discussions that they wouldn't dare have 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That they're having now publicly as your people were like wrestling through and working through a lot of these kind of like big, big questions. And so I think that has been repeated like across the interwebs on like every field, right? So yeah, like, every domain or every interest yeah. area or every topic. I think that voicing and whether they're right or wrong, um, there is debate, there is critical questioning, there is sometimes like entertainment around it and having us think about the topic a little bit as well, whether it's like kind of like that neat investigative journalism meets uh, storytelling. So I think that, I think that's, great on it's one of the last kind of open forums that's not regulated by the fcc and uh your npr stations controls your podcast ads is what i found is that what happens yeah pretty much like it's your regional it's your member stations that they kind of direct you like where you are regionally so and so so that i get the technology behind it and I, and I know I'm sounding naive. Like, of course they know where I live and they can direct it based on my neighborhood, like go to the corner store. Cause we know exactly where you are, but like, there's gotta be some like really interesting technology behind it to really know, like, is it because it's my iTunes account or is it where I'm physically being located at the time? Like if I go to Dallas, am I going to get like an Albertsons ad or whatever grocery store you have there? Yeah, probably. Do I have to bring Chris back on here about surveillance and, surveillance capitalism in the book i'm just read uh so yeah no i think just get on this thing yeah um i think that there's so many questions that we have still to ask and i like that we do debate around them um so what are some topics besides podcasts because we'll definitely bring those up every now and then um what are some things you want to chat about in the coming year because we're going to start having a probably semi-regular podcast conversation um so yeah what are some things we should chat about so one thing we never talked about, and I think it's an interesting conversation to have around the uh, college admission scandal. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll have to go back and revisit that. There is an interesting podcast called Gangster Capitalism. Mm-hmm. They kind of did a deep dive on that. And there's things around that that I learned from the podcast that I didn't know about the news reporting. Because the news reporting wanted to talk about Aunt Becky all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I learned that it was actually like a nonprofit organization. So not only were they like given these gigantic contributions to get into college, they're writing them off on their taxes at the same time, supposedly helping like poor kids. Meritocracy for the win. Uh, okay. So that's on the list. Good. I like that. Um, 
Can we talk a bit about, um, I don't know, I've just been thinking about like environmental impacts that we do every day, whether it's how we travel, how we eat. I don't know. I've had, I, I'm a big concern for the mother nature and, and the future. And I, I won't be around for that long-term future, but you have some chitlins that will be, and I have some nieces and nephews that I'm concerned like with, there's been some recent, um, and probably from podcasts and things I've been reading, um, of just talk about, like we used to say, Oh, we have 12 years. No, we have two. It's like actually do something to help our climate. Uh, it's not change climate crisis. Let's get at it. I don't know if you have some thoughts on that. So it is with kids because, like we try to teach the kids about the environment and being um, sustainable in your living um, from things of like, like not only are we going to recycle, we're going to learn about the process, right? Like this is, this is when we put it in the bin, this is what happens. And we have a garden here where we basically grow our own salsa. So it's tomatoes and cilantro and jalapenos um, yeah, and, yes. I, and I appreciate that because we're doing we're doing the same. Because I, I was yeah. kind of like, let's have more things from scratch or from wherever we could develop it ourselves. Yeah, we accidentally grew pumpkins, oh. which is a whole another story. Okay, okay, we'll uh, put that in there. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to talk and, about like how we're thinking about. Like, I'm trying to fly less, but the, I'm also trying to think about um, what it means to have different hours or like how much electron electricity electronics we use. I don't know. Meat, red meats, all that good stuff. Yeah. And then when you consume electricity, right? Like if it's during, mm-hmm. the, you know, eight to five, like the power grid is, is swamped it, and it's yeah, getting hotter for other places. Like we're okay with the heat here, but up North, they can't deal with this. Heat. Yeah. Texas is actually, um, I mean, Texas is known for an oil producing state. It's actually, a, a huge renewable energy state too, and spe- specifically wind farms, um, yeah. some in solar energy. It, I wish it was, I looked into briefly how to do solar energy five years ago. Like the sharp cost was so much, like we couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. It's getting cheaper to do now, or you can like, don't put something on your house, but you get like a discount on your, on your electric bill. But so we're driving on this really small road that is now like uh, sand trucks and gas trucks are on it and super crowded road now as we're trying to get up to the Carlsbad, New Mexico. And, and, but I driving along I 10 though, you see all these wind farms. And so you're, you're driving across Texas and you're, you're thinking like how awesome it is to have all this green energy. And then you turn off the road and and for this like you know 60 mile stretch of highway that we're probably on like we could not plug the earth with enough pipes to drain out every bit of resources we could of this part of the earth and you see all the fires burning off in the distance as they're burning off the i don't know methane or whatever they're burning off and all the all the pipes and stuff and it was just like you went from having this like great feeling of how we're producing all this green energy to feeling horrible because so we could drain every natural resource we could. Yeah. And so I don't think our um, pluses plus deposits um, or minuses and deposits to what we're doing, the climate strong. I think this stemmed from like Naomi Klein's uh, book called this changes everything. So it's kind of like capitalism versus the climate, uh, which is kind of what you're, you're alluding to there. And then she wrote a new book, which I haven't read. It's called the burning case for the green new deal. 
So it's on fire and it's just like a fire symbol. So, um, so I, I'm thinking more about those and there's a, a climate podcast um, I'll share with you that we can do some pre-work on. Okay. So that'll be one of the topics. We'll have some different topics on uh, maybe climate, whether it's food and sustainability to yeah, things we can do. Um, good. Go do ahead. you want to talk about the election yet or do you want to just wait? We can talk about the election. Um, I think by the time we talk about it, it might be dwindled down to lesser candidates. That'd be good. Yeah. My former mayor is uh, running. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, That is true. We'll see. We'll see about that. Um, I want to talk about, so I've been interviewing people all summer about career pivots or changes because I'm pondering my own. And so I'd like to chat with you about that if, not that you're planning to change your career, but maybe you are. Who knows? We don't know. And and uh, for the podcast, Valerie just went through that process. Yeah, or, I actually, I just interviewed her for my other pod. Yeah. Yeah, and Julie Larson, uh, similar. Oh, good. Um, I need some more other people, so that's good. Uh, send them my way. Um, yeah, so career kind of pivots, changes, thinking. Um, what else should we talk about? I tried several times, but I wasn't. I, I wasn't allowed to leave. Oh, your place. <laughs> what would you pivot to? Uh, so I, there was the different like nonprofit organizations I looked at. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have a plan. I don't. I have a plan now. Okay, good to know. Maybe maybe we'll reflect on that. So, so I'm starting a new hobby. Oh, good. Tell me about. It. Yes, I'm gonna start learning how to do some woodworking. Ooh. Yes. What kind of like major woodworking projects? Um, what do you say as major? Is so a keychain like, major? Uh, okay. That's like, no. wood, like, are you talking about whittling or like building stuff, I guess? Is no, like, like building something. Like, I don't, I don't, I, well, I guess my answer is I don't know. Um, there are some small things I plan to, to um, like learn how to make just to learn how to like use certain tools cool. and um, like to feel comfortable with making stuff. And so it, so for a few reasons, one is, I feel like rushed all the time doing stuff, right? Like just yes. the way the schedule is like, yes. I got to do these things. Bam, 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 bam. And I know it's a hobby that can produce like large amounts of satisfaction in making a thing, but to get to that point, like you're going to mess up a lot. Yeah. Um, just cause you don't like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I wasn't trained to do this stuff. And you have to take your time Mm -hmm. to do some of the projects or things like, you know, you got to glue these boards together. You got to put clamps on them and come back three days from now to finish it. Right. So, so not not unless you use a Craig jig. Okay. I can't wait to talk to you about your woodworking. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So, so yes. So I look forward to it. I was inspired by uh, Nick Offerman's book, Paddle Your Own Canoe. That's true. And because I because w- I was thinking about doing welding at one point, mm. and I, I don't think I would necessarily get the same satisfaction of it. And also, I don't know if I want like a, a torch when it's that hot <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and so, other than building a barbecue grill, like a like a smoker to mm-hmm. smoke some briskets on, like once I I did that, I would not I, I wouldn't want to build anything else, like. Like my list of like welding and the materials are expensive because I could go out and we have, so 
my part of Texas, uh, live oak trees are super popular or post oak trees or whatever you want to call them. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like they're all, I almost said littered my neighborhood, but they're all all through my neighborhood planted by squirrels many years ago. Like they're, they're all over. And so we do, uh, twice a year, like you, the city will come and pick up your like, uh, limbs and brush and stuff like that. And I, you know, you can walk by and just pick out like, these gigantic tree limbs and do some of your own milling, right? Like yeah. you can like put on a table saw and, and cut it. And like, so you can almost like harvest your own supplies in a sense before you build something. Yeah. We might have to have a video podcast for this. That's one. Point. Yeah. I can't go good. out. I can't go out and like find metal on the ground and come back and like, like the startup cost for like welding is like so expensive. I already have some, tools i can start doing some some woodworking with so okay that's good um i too i've also picked up uh, an old hobby uh which is old but new like i i have been starting to collect more lps these days and i've been listening to records while doing some other as you said slow kind of hobbies so yeah like drawing, doodling, painting, um, just kind of like art stuff and listening to full records um, away from like uh, streaming is one of them. So the cost of as we stream, forget YouTube videos, but anything, Spotify, YouTube, I was kind of like, why would I just play some of these albums I have that I have on CD or albums collecting actual records? So I've been doing that and I blame... Um, I guess a couple of books like you've probably read, like I was reading a book called Handmade and Revenge of the Analog. And so I've had a lot of more analog books reading, as you know. And uh, I thought about what else could I be doing that's offline, away from a screen, um, that doesn't have me look at anything when I'm not working on a screen. So, yeah. So, uh, the, the, so that can be how this podcast is financially viable, is that you get into like not only listening to records, you get your own press. Yeah. And instead of us like podcasting, we can like have like distributed via LPs. You know what? Some people would be interested in that. I know the Illusionist podcast does that with old recordings of theirs, or not the ones of their her and her partner used to do. So I think it conceptually sounds fun. I think once someone bought it and listened to it for five minutes, like, why am I doing this? I can listen to an actual like, musical <laughs> album. So my dad used to have this awesome record collection. Like he had, uh, like he didn't have a ton of records, but he had like the Glenn Miller, these old Glenn Miller band uh, oh. records and some like Frank Sinatra records. And what happened Bill, to Cos- Bill Cosby records, which oh. may not be as fun anymore. Nope. But... It was like his like early like his early comedy days, like some of his first stand up, and so it was. Uh, I have no idea what happened to them, but any uh, of his records? You mean you don't know where they are? Yeah, I'm sure he's someone like have a garage sale or something like that. But my sister stole the ones from home, and I want the Flashdance uh, soundtrack. I know she has it. She also it's probably also has Strawberry Shortcake. Who knows? I'm coming for it, Katie. Just so you know. So if I find uh, if I find interesting albums, send them your way. Yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, I welcome, like, my mom's been going to, like, garage sales and yard sales. So who knows what she's collecting her way. So, yeah. Um, I do love that, like, it's a, like, it's a form that's it's an, both an art form, right, of, like, pressing them. Mm-hmm. Coming back, and just, like, as a way of listening to music. A, a friend of mine's a musician here. Um, one of my best friends is a musician here. And he had 
done a couple of CDs and this time he recorded a, like an LP. Yeah. And he gave me one. And I'm like, I, I don't have anything to listen to. So uh, now I can get it and send it to you. Sweet. I, I think that, yeah, I think the long play, which is what an LP stands for. Like I do like the idea of sitting and listening and doing like one thing. And you and I've talked about this, but like kind of refocusing from that busyness. And so um, I'd be good to talk about hobbies and how they recenter us in some ways. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, we should talk about hiking. We've never really gotten into like hiking and stuff. Like we, we have uh, as an aside different times and places, but we should talk about like um, hiking things we can do, have done, will do. Yeah. That might be All fun. Right. And so if sure. you want to join us for a group hike. Oh, that'd be great. Let us know. But you have to come to Texas. No, not necessarily. I'm willing to travel for a drive or two. Yeah. Um, let me put down that. Hiking. Oh, just getting outdoors is a good thing, right? Hiking and outdoors. Like, because you and I are both like walk, hike, run. run. Um, getting outside is really important. Yeah. Um, so minutes before we started this podcast, I went for a walk and I waited for the sun to almost go completely down because it's, it's, uh, it's July in Texas and it's a little warm though. We've had our summer's not been too brutal, but, mm-hmm. uh, but, I, but here, like where my neighborhood is, when it goes down, it's awesome because you can see some wildlife, right? So like I saw a family of deer out for the evening stroll, looking for some food and sometimes you hear coyotes. Sometimes you see a fox. Sometimes um, you avoid skunks, but. Mm. And other times you don't notice the coyote that's in the bushes that you ran by with your dog, but then your partner later tells you about it. It was sitting right at the front lawn. I was like, <laughs> so we could do better with noticing when we're outdoors. We'll have a conversation yeah, about noticing so, Because of the set oak trees I said earlier, like a lot of the sidewalks are not level, right? Because like, the roots of the trees are kind of like, so at night when I go walking, I, I like walk full on the streets. Like, Mm. It's pretty dark in my neighborhood at nighttime, so uh, I'd rather get in the street, and so I can't walk. I can't unknowingly pass a snake or coyote or something like that. I want to know if I'm passing it. Sounds good. Uh, we'll definitely talk about like a friend's road trip. There's actually an NPR life kit that I should send to you. Uh, I listened to those, and there's one about traveling with friends and how to prepare expectations. Not we might be doing a, a team a team adventure. So with yes. maybe some other other people that we break drink with. Uh, yes. So yeah, it's like how to prepare expectations, uh, how to set like not full agendas. I'm going to have to talk to them. Um, yeah. Uh, just for the record now, we would not do a trust fall. <laughs> Can we do human nine at least? <laughs> no, there will not be any team building at this one. Just uh, friend friend building, not teams. Um uh yeah so those are some good things we could talk about uh are you teaching in the fall i'm not i'm taking the fall off it's uh i was offered to teach again uh so i've i've decluttered a lot of my uh i don't know what to say hobbies uh, other commitments but yeah so like I, i go to work and i come home and spend time at home and so now home like we have a garden and we compost and you know, that takes mm-hmm. some like time daily and but I do that with my kids also so that's that's part of that joy that of doing that and um, 
hopefully start woodworking too. But like I, I was getting pulled in many directions, which is also why it was hard to find time to do this. And so I'm scaling back in life to, um, you know, do the things that pay me really well and the things that should be high priorities, like really well too. Do you hear that listeners? Your high priority to him. Also, he says he does like his children do the child labor. So we also have some questions for Jack. Starting so <laughs> background. Uh, I support that. I, I borrow my friend's kids to do different tasks and they love it. They get paid though. I do pay them a fair wage. Now, um, I think we're good. We'll probably talk still about book stories, NBA, tacos. I'm certain I've read a book I want to share, but I don't know what, what it is. Off the top. Hey, it'll come up. Uh, so this is just kind of our, hi, we're back podcast and we're going to be back semi-regularly, which I'm not going to define what that is because that's putting pressure on us, but we will be back. We'll get around right to it. Hey, we promise quality audio. I'm working on it. So, yeah. We're looking forward to breaking drink with you and uh, who knows what we'll talk about. It's pretty random. So join us. All right. Peace. Bye, y'all. Thank you.